Hi, welcome back to Two Sober Chicks. I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa. And we are really glad that you're here to join us today. We have our little jar of topics ready to go. Our disclaimer is these are just our opinions, our thoughts, our feelings uh, about life as we know it, about recovery, about things that have happened to us and our experience. And we're sharing it openly and honestly with you in the hopes that maybe it'll help you. Hope so. That's what recovery is all about. Yeah. Reaching out and sharing. So we are Two Sober Chicks. You can find us on Facebook at Two Sober Chicks. Uh, you can also send us an email if you have a topic suggestion or if you just want to reach out and ask us some questions about um, recovery and, and how we got sober, then please feel free to do so. The number two, soberchicks at gmail.com. What's today's topic? All right, Julie? reaching into the topic jar. Drum roll. Oh, this is so good because someone asked me this question and I thought it was a really good question. And it's how do you let go? So maybe around step three, right? made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him, okay. her, whatever it it is for you. The power. And it's hard to explain because you can put all the words you want in the world to it, but until it actually happens, you don't know what it feels like. And that's why we tell people things like pray in the morning and pray at night. Let's pray to your higher power during the day. Because once you start to do that, you start to feel the shift and the burden starts to get lighter. And then you just sort of spiritually start to understand what it means to let go. I think um, letting go uh, for me is also about, it's very closely tied with a higher power and ego. Hmm. So for me, it's about letting go of my own ego and then giving it over, turning it over. And then I had someone just like you, I had someone say, well, what does that mean? How do you turn it over? What am I turning over? My life? Like I'm not, I'm just going to sit there and some being is going to make all my decisions for mm -hmm. me. No, that's, but I thought that I was like, I didn't understand. I was baffled by this thought of turning it over and letting go. My first sponsor always used to say when I'd come to him with my big problems, let go and let God. And I'd want to punch him right square in the face. Uh, but that wasn't the right thing to do. So I didn't, but that was my feeling, right? Like, this is it. This is all you got for me. This is crazy. Um, so my ego caused me a lot of difficulties because I wanted to um, find a solution or I was angry about things didn't turn out the way I thought they should. Um, so letting go, I guess, was a gradual process for me, like a learning process. Yeah. Just like you said, mentioned about praying. Um, I didn't believe in prayer. I didn't think that that would change anything. But it's all about actions. It's like building new habits. In order to build a new habit, you have to take action each and every day, doing something differently. Um, our friend Karen always puts this post up. Um, if you want something, something about if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've you never, never done. done. Yeah. And I love it. I love it when you hear a, a phrase or something inspirational like that and it's one of those aha moments yeah if nothing changes nothing changes nothing changes so if you don't change then nothing around you is going to change mm -hmm. things are going to continue to stay the same so that ties in for me with um let go and let god um i have to let go of my old ideas i had to let go of my old um habits and ways of doing things i mean my old way of doing things or coping with um emotional issues or stress or anger was to drink. That was how I would deal with it. Mm -hmm. So if I wanted things to change, I had to learn how to, you know, come up with new coping skills. 
I think it's such a foreign concept to let go because so many of us are control freaks. And that's why so many of us quote unquote high functioning addicts or alcoholics have such a hard time with this because we controlled this shit right into the ground. We drove that bus right into that wall. (laughs) And so the concept of letting go or taking your hands off it or getting out of your own way is A, very scary, but B, so foreign. What does that look like? And that's why it's so important to be in a community of people in recovery because you don't know what it looks like. You have to go around the people that do it and know what that looks like because a lot of this program is caught. It's not taught. So by keeping coming back to the rooms and speaking with people in recovery, you get these little tools. And it takes a while, like yeah. anything. Like I remember that post that I put that you commented on about um, if things just got a lot harder, it probably means you leveled up. Okay. And you were like, that's gamer talk. Yeah. <laughs> gamer chit talk. And it's true. Like when's the last time you started something from the for the first time and became an expert at it immediately? Every expert started off as a beginner. So we have to try it in little steps and with the support of the people around us, all of a sudden, and it's hard to explain, you get to this point where you go, oh my God, I think I know what this letting go thing is. And then the more you do it, the more clear it becomes to you. And sometimes it's not easier than others. Just because you've done it a lot, it doesn't mean that you're going to let go easy. As for me too, especially um, navigating my way through a new relationship, I can know how to let go all I want. But if something's triggering me, Man, does it really have to break me down till I hit that floor and go, I can't take it. God, please help me. Yeah, please take this from me. Yeah. Darn, you were saying something and I I had a thought and then I I didn't share it and now it's gone. Was it about one step at a time? No. Okay. Anyway. It'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah. It was just about, it was tied in with what you were saying and, uh, and. It was probably brilliant, but now it's gone. As are most things that come out of your mouth. Exactly. Come forth in the podcast. <laughs> come forth in podcast. Um, yeah. Just do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 Oh, that's do, no pressure. Do, that's not going to help. Do, We're editing do, this out. Do, do. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can keep that. It's funny. We don't do a lot of editing on this. Hardly ever. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to edit. <laughs> no, it's so. our stream of consciousness podcast. That's what it's supposed to be, right? So, yeah. And there are pauses in, in everyday life and thought. So, yeah, letting go. It was something to do again with um, with ego, letting go and letting God. Taking your hands off the wheel. Taking your hands off the wheel. Getting my, out of your own way. Yeah. My sponsor, Luke, used to say, um, um, so you, you're driving the bus. You've got to stop driving the bus. You've got to give it over. Let God drive the bus. Once it's... You take action, and then the outcome is out of your hands. Mm-hmm. He said, but you're sitting there in the passenger seat, and you don't like where God's taking you, so you, cre- you keep reaching across in front of God and grabbing that wheel and say, hey, you're, you're heading for the ditch. I don't like where you're going. Let's, let's bring it back. Um, the, the last year in 2017 was um, probably one of the, I would say, one of the top five most difficult years of my yeah, life. Yeah, I know it was. Um, but I, you know, and then I had something miraculous happen where I also got married to my beautiful, lovely wife, Ashley. I love you very much. Um, and that was a great thing. Thank God I had that in there amidst all the other shit that I was wading through. Um, but I just recently heard, oh, it was about, I'm listening to some, you know, motivational speakers, some positive people. And one of, that's it. One of the things I heard was somebody say, 
you know, uh, anything really great that you want to achieve um, doesn't come easily. Those things, the great things, need to be things that you work for. They're always at the top of the mm. mountain. They're not at the bottom of the hill. So good. If they were at the bottom of the hill, then everybody would have it. Everybody would be doing it. So you have to put forth the work, put forth the effort. And that's a great thing that this program is all about. It's all about change. Um, and and last year when I was going through these difficult times, thank you, God. Mm. I've learned, I, I recently listened to uh, Maya Angelou say... Um, and this was one of those aha moments. I got chills when she said this. She said, um, you, you know, you say, thank you, God. Every day say, thank you, God. Thank you for, I'm breathing. Thank you, God. Mm -hmm. um, I got that promotion at work. Thank you, God. I got the phone call that told me I didn't get the job. Thank you, God. Mm. And I was like, what? Whoa, wait a second. Did she make a mistake? She's old. <laughs> at the time of the recording. Senility, I think she's, perhaps. Is she dead now? She is dead now. Yeah, she's dead now. So, okay. Um, she leveled up. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. Thank God for the shit. Mm -hmm. And um, and she said, because, and this is faith, I know you have something better in store for me. So true. Yeah. And I had trouble with that last year. Of course um, you did. I something. mean, with what you faced, <laughs> it's something. hard to have yeah. Thanksgiving and gratitude in the darkness. Mm -hmm. It's hard. When someone's pooping in your mouth every day. That's what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, you're going to rip my head off and shit down my neck again. Great. Thank you, God. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for this. But it's true. And I, I think that I had to go through that to be able to come to this experience of saying that was part of my struggle was not saying thank you, God, for that. I went back to, why me, God? Mm. Why is this happening? We're, I thought you were with me. I thought we were Team Lisa. What happened? Um, and another great thing I've heard along the way is it's easy to have faith um, in a power greater than yourself when things are working out the way you think they should. This is when you see what people are made of. What happens when life goes sideways? Yeah. Imagine, imagine if I had um, gone out and drank during that difficult time last year. Um, what the damage that would have done to me, my relationship, my family and everything, but it also would have sent a message. Um, so that's another gift for me that people in the program who are close to me, who knew that I was going through a difficult time, they also saw, but she kept coming back. Mm -hmm. She kept applying the principles of the program. Um, she had challenges. She leaned on her people. She leaned on her tribe. Mm -hmm. My sisters in AA were so supportive and so loving and uh, yeah, I couldn't have gotten through that year without all of you and each and every one of you, <clears throat> excuse me, bring something different to my table. Mm -hmm. What a bountiful table. Mm, I am so good. I am blessed to set thanks to God because I invite you, I invite Karen, Sharon, Sarah, Paula, Ashley, um, Amy, all these fantastic people in my life. I'm yeah. so, I'm so blessed. And then, you know, and some of our mentors like Carl. So, yeah. And yeah. as what I love, too, is we share in each other's pain just as much as we share in each other's triumphs. Like I remember when you called me and you found something out that was terrible. I was in Loblaws yeah. and I remember just being devastated for you. Just like I couldn't believe what you were telling me. And I got to share on that with you. And I think spiritually that lightens our burden, even if we don't know the other person is feeling it. But then because of our faith in our program, 
I know that God always had you in the palm of his hand and that you would be okay and that all I can ever do for you is cover you in prayer and lift you up to God. And so in our little chat room or whether we're in the rooms, we know what's going on with each other. We just discussed this before we started recording. We are not allowed to isolate in this program. We are not allowed to get tunnel vision because that's part of being a part of this greater community. So we always know what's going on with each other. And it is an amazing power of example. And I've told you before, I admire you so much for how you walked through last year because that was fucking hard. And you did good. <laughs> and you're you. still doing good. And it's still a challenge because it's still it keeps coming up. So it's great because I have, you know, there's still growth happening. Uh, I'm still, I still have things to learn. And I'm, and I'm so glad because I am learning to say thank you, God, for the difficult things. Um... And it's funny because I've had this lesson before. I had this lesson when a relationship that I thought would be my lifelong relationship, and then when it ended, I thought I will never be in another relationship again because mm-hmm. that was it for me. That was my one soulmate. The great lie. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, you know, is so unhealthy. Oh, we could go on for hours about unhealthy relationships, right? And the things oh, that, yes. The lies people tell themselves and... Uh, you know, what was one of my greatest lie was um, if we argue a lot, it's because we're passionate. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much passion. We fight all the time. I love it. Fuck. No, that's just miserable. That's volatility, actually. <laughs> oh, Julie, I love just chatting with you. Mm. We talked about a whole bunch of things there. I can't even remember what our original topic was. Oh, letting go and letting God. Letting go. And we got into all these other things, yeah. which is kind of how it happens with two sober chicks. Okay. Thank you so much. Do you want to keep talking or you want to? Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come. I don't know why, hey, where that came from. We'll come back. That Yes. Thank you for the tie-in. <laughs> that means we'll come back. We'll come back. Keep coming back. <laughs> you know what? Um, did you see the weird post on our Facebook where someone said, sing, sing, sing? They do they? Are you a singer? No, but that is the name of a song, like a very old jazz song. Oh. Maybe well, like a Benny. I think it's a Benny Goodman song. I forget this, and I said, "Well, obviously, you clearly you've never heard me sing, but maybe Julie can sing." So, oh well, as evidenced by what I just did, <laughs> um, I think not. <laughs> so we won't sing, and we'll leave it for another day. Yes. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, we hope you feel a little bit of sisterhood as you join us wherever you are listening to these podcasts. I know that sometimes when I'm having a shitty day at work. I will put the podcast on and listen to it myself. Oh, I have listened back to some of our podcasts and almost peed my pants laughing. <laughs> God-sized hole. God-sized hole is one of them. Yep. I can't remember what the other one was that I was killing myself laughing, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. All right, you guys. Nice to be with you. Please keep listening. We love you. Send us, uh, Drop us an email if you like, and we'll talk to you next time. On two sober chicks.